This is Crescent Project Radio, bringing you powerful testimony, practical teaching, and exciting truth about God's miraculous movement in the Muslim world and how we as Christians can join Him in this kingdom work. Our goal is to see every Muslim have an opportunity to respond to the gospel and be connected to a true follower of Jesus. You can find us online at crescentproject.org. Have a comment or question? Email them to radio at crescentproject.org. We would love to hear from you and have a chance to respond on a future program. And welcome back to Crescent Project Radio. I'm your host, Matt Bonner, and I'm excited to be recording on the ground here in Catania, Sicily. I'm here serving with the Crescent Project short-term team, and we have been reaching out to the refugees here who are coming from countries like Gambia, Ghana, Nigeria, Senegal, Syria, Bangladesh, Somalia, Egypt, Morocco, and many others. We are here with some special friends of Crescent Project who are part of a very exciting ministry that is in its infancy. There are four families here committed to long-term ministry among Muslim refugees and others, and they are laying the groundwork for a vastly important ministry targeting what is arguably the most pressing crisis of our generation, the global refugee crisis. So let's welcome our guests to the program. Shane, Paul, and Ryan, welcome to the program. Thanks, Matt. It is great to be here with you. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Well, it's awesome to be here with you guys here in Catania. We've had a great time this week, and... Uh, Excited to talk to you guys about what you're doing. So let me just uh, give you guys a just quick background on who these guys are. Shane is a uh, long-term ministry leader. He's He was a former member of the Crescent Project Board of Directors, and he's a writer and a speaker and has spoken at many of our uh, conferences, so it's great to have Shane here with us. And Paul spent uh, seven years with Crescent Project after a career in IT, and he's recently uh, moved here to Catania with his family. And Brian has a background in business and worked in a successful publishing company. And he and his family moved here over a year ago and has really been a pioneer of this team. So I want to start off with Shane. Shane, asking you a few questions. Sure. Tell us about the vision that uh, really began this effort and uh, brought these families here. Well, sometime in um, 2014, I was reading an article. I've been um, involved in learning about Muslim immigrants in Europe since about the year 2000. So I was reading this article, clicked on a link to an article about a city named Catania in Sicily. I never had two consecutive thoughts about Sicily in my life and read about this um, influx of migrants and refugees from Africa and beyond. And I thought, how, how's it possible? I never heard of this. And then, you know, hundreds, hundred thousand a year coming in. And I began to dig in and thought, if I haven't heard, maybe other people haven't heard. And that seemed to be the case. So I started thinking, let's um, see if maybe God would open a door here to respond to the situation. So I started talking about it and found um, different areas of the church to be pretty interested in what's going on. That's great. So talk about the strategic nature of what you guys are doing here, of this, of this endeavor. Well, you know, God knows the strategic nature, but it, it seems like what you have is uh, this gathering of people from some of the most challenging, under-addressed places on the planet, and they're hanging out in Sicily. They've come here to try to get asylum in Europe. It's a lengthy process during which they can't do much, maybe go to school, it's difficult to work, so they're just hanging out. Um, and it's an opportunity, kind of this twofold opportunity, on the one hand, to extend um, 
Jesus-y kind of grace and mercy to people whose <laughs> lives have been ripped out from under them. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, it's a chance to talk to people about Jesus um, whom, you know, maybe in their home village, their home city, nobody there loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got opportunity to be here and to be hanging out and talking about who Jesus is with people. Awesome. And then, and then beyond that, um, you know, we imagine um, people being discipled, falling in love with Christ. A lot of these guys will eventually get sent home. Um, and maybe they'll take the gospel with them. Mm. Um, I love to, to imagine that possibility. Maybe they scatter out over Italy with the gospel and take it to places where there's not much life right mm-hmm. now. Because mm-hmm. don't most of the guys that come through here uh, stay maybe for a while and then go on to other places, right? Throughout Europe and other places around the world. Is that it's right? very tr- Yeah, you're right. It's very transient. Okay. Um, nobody comes to Sicily with the idea of trying to get to Sicily. Like, that's the dream of their life. <laughs> um, it's a waypoint. Um, but it's a waypoint that a lot of people stick out. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to get beyond. But yeah. some of them will. They'll go to Germany. They'll go to Sweden. Okay. Some will go back home. Yeah. Very good. What do you hope to see develop here as time progresses? Um, I'm a, I think my dreams are pretty big for this. Um, you know, Ryan and I, when we, we started out, it's like, let's let's see what we can do, see what God opens up in this city. And then if that goes well, you know, there are a few other cities, and if that goes well, we got the whole island, and, you know, it's not that far to Italy, so we're thinking about <laughs> Rome and Naples, and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, what, what we have is an amazing open door uh, to talk with people that, um, at home, it's very challenging. I'm all for people going to all these countries you listed at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but while people are going there, you know, I'm all for reaching the ones who have actually shown up here in Sicily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, isn't there, are there other strategic points too? I heard that, that Athens is another place where a lot of refugees are going through. Is that, is that true? A- but, but it's mainly like Athens and, and maybe in, and, and here in, in Sicily. Is that right? I think those are two, two leading ones. Yeah. Um, it's a fluid situation. Yeah. You know, the door was um, pretty much slammed shut in um, Greece. Mm-hmm. Turkey cut a deal with the EU. Um, they seemed to be abiding by it. Part of it was, you know, you cash this fat check you stop letting people flow through. Mm, um, so, you know, that's you know, hindered a lot of, of the flow there. Okay. Italy, just a few months ago, cut a deal with a Libyan militia to keep boats from leaving Libya, where okay. most of the influxes come from. Okay. And that's um, severely limited the number of people arriving in Italy this year. I see. But it's like this global whack-a-mole game. You know, you right. hit a... Probably you hit it one place and, and it will shift over to someplace else. Gotcha. So we'll see. So what I hear you saying is that it's going to continue. That this, this crisis is not over. I mean, it's going to be going on and on. Like the, 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 the massive flow of, of, of displaced peoples is going to be continuing for a while. Well, here's I'm not a, a global geopolitical guy. Um, the last reliable guess I heard, maybe 800,000 people waiting in Libya to come. What I think is verifiable is that with this um, growing highway of, of migration, mm-hmm. there's a whole smuggling industry that's risen up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I don't see those guys going, ah, we had a good run. Let's quit. Let's go, do, let's go right. grow coconuts. Or, right. You know, while there's money to be made, 
there are guys in villages all over Africa saying, here's your dream, buddy. Give mm -hmm. us $1,000 and we're going to make... You're going to make your mama so proud of you. Mm. Um, mm. And it's going to take a long time to undo that. So I don't see the, the push factors going away very quickly. Mm. And isn't it true that, um, I think as Paul has mentioned, that a lot of these guys, well, a lot of these guys that get here, young guys, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, and it's, all, it's like they've been sold a bill of goods, right? Because, you know, they've been promised a, a better life and, and jobs and, and, and prosperity and things. And they make this long, arduous journey, and they come here, and then it's it's not that at all. It's challenging yeah. to find a job. It's challenging to get to get settled, right? I mean, they're away from their families. Talk to us a little bit about that, too. Well, it's um, it is heartbreaking. You know the the rigor of the journey that people go through to get here. Um, I was having coffee with a couple guys, one from Cote d'Ivoire, one from Gambia, this afternoon, and um, just having a good chat. They've been friends for a year. And um, I noticed another couple, and when the couple started to leave, um, I asked them where they were from, and they are from Libya. They are mm -hmm. visiting um, in our city after being in Malta for a while, and um, we, had, we had talked around our table, well, where are they from, Morocco, are they from Ethiopia, and I sat back down, I said, ah, they're from Libya. And then I thought, oh my gosh, this, these are the people who abused my friends, who threw them in prison, not those two in particular, but it were Libyans who... You know, they, mm. they threw them in prison. They beat them up. They ex tried to extort money from them. Mm. Um, and mm. so these guys, were, they were not, like, hopping up ready to beat this old couple up. Right. But it, oh, it stirred up some terrible stuff for them. I bet. I bet. Mm. So, and let wow. me say this, Matt. It's, yeah. it's probably better for most of the guys who are here, it would have been better for them to stay at home. Mm. Um, and we've talked to some, I'm sure you've talked to some, Ryan, I've talked to some who said, I should never have done this. I should mm. not have come. Wow. But now they, they're here. They've spent all the family's money. They made promises to their parents. Um, they, to, to just go back home would be shameful beyond probably what we can imagine. Right. Um, and it's not, it's not like you can just go back home. You know? Right. You've got to have the money to do that. So right. um, it would be better for a lot if they, they didn't show up. Right, but since they've shown up, I want to do all I can to love them and care for them and talk to them about Jesus. Absolutely, well, that's what I love about what you guys are doing here. It's just really encouraging. So I want to shift gears a little bit. Paul, you've been here with your family for just a matter of weeks. What is your impression so far about the opportunity you guys have to impact Muslims with the gospel? Yeah, Matt, it really is an amazing opportunity when you're here and you see just the. Wow, the, the multitudes of, of, of immigrants and refugees and migrants from, from all over North Africa, you know, Eritrea, Somalia on the east side of, of Africa and on the west side from like Mali and Senegal and, and uh, Nigeria and Gambia and Ghana. It, it, it's amazing because, you know, the, these young men and women that are coming here, they're, they're coming from nations and from places where they have little access to the gospel, where the chances of reading a page of the New Testament in their own language or rubbing shoulders with an authentic Christian is, is next to nothing, really. And, and God and his sovereignty is bringing them here to, to, to Sicily and the southern Italy where there's freedom of religion. And, you know, my wife and I have been here uh, once before in a short-term team, and I was here earlier this year. But now that we're here immersed in it, uh, you know, that doesn't, you know, that motivation... Uh, to see that God glorified in, in the nations, especially these people that are coming here, hasn't dimmed at all. And so it's just astounding to, to meet these young men and women, uh, to hear their stories, 
uh, you know, and even to hear the heartbreak of situations that they've come from, uh, long distances they've traveled across Africa and then in the Mediterranean, even at the hands of, of human traffickers many times that they've been beholden to. Mm. Uh, but yet they, they've made it here. And, mm-hmm. uh, and these, these people have gone through so much. And they're open. They are incredibly open uh, to the gospel, for friendship. I, I'm staggered that, uh, you know, in, in, in America sometimes, or not sometimes, many times, for us to go up to a complete stranger to introduce ourselves and try to start a spiritual conversation is probably the most awkward thing in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. But you come here, and it's the most natural thing, because mm-hmm. these guys are, they want friendship. They love it when someone comes up and talks to them, mm-hmm. especially in English, because many of them come from nations where, or places where English is widely spoken, and mm-hmm. to know that an American of all, of all persons is coming up to them, they even get more excited. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it, it's really neat to be here and then be in the midst of this and to know that you know, God has come before us, uh, and, and God is, is making himself known to these young men and women who have traveled so far, and they finally get a chance to hear the gospel. So that, that fact uh, has just jumped out day in and day out while we're here. Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. That really is. Talk to us about the forming partnership with Crescent Project. What, mm-hmm. what role do you see Crescent Project playing in the work here? Yeah, I'd say Crescent Project has a huge role to play because what we're trying to do here in, in Catania is that we see short-term missionary trips or short-term trips in interns to play an integral role in that in their short time here, they can meet so many more people than what us long-termers can, interestingly enough. And so the role of short-term teams is critical to make a lot of contacts, to find people of peace, to, in a sense, put a thermometer out there for people to see how Mm -hmm. interested they are in talking about spiritual things. Mm -hmm. And if they are interested and they want to discuss more, they want to read the Bible or look at a a page of, or, or look at some parables of Jesus, uh, they, they, can, they can kind of sift through quickly, much quicker than us long-termers can. Mm-hmm. So the role that Crescent Project has is getting teams and interns trained mm-hmm. before they come over. Um, because we want to see teams that are here, they, we want them to come here that they can maximize their time. And, and what I mean by that is, is that they don't spend the first two or three days realizing, oh yeah, I, I've got to go talk to a Muslim. And I, I got to go up and try to introduce myself, mm-hmm. and, and I got to try to share the gospel. Well, we want these teams to be highly trained so that when they come here, mm-hmm. they can hit the ground running. As mm-hmm. soon as they're over jet lag, they're out on the streets, they're mm-hmm. making contact, and they're maximizing their time here. So we feel mm-hmm. like teams that are highly trained uh, can, can really be a, a, a huge win for us as long termers to find contacts. And the team is maximizing their time here. And so what we want Crescent Project to do then is to train the teams before they come over, mm-hmm. uh, to go through the Bridges study, to go through principles of discipleship-making movements, as, and then to practice these things mm-hmm. with Muslims in their, in their local context. Because if you can, if you can uh, you know, do a discovery Bible study with a Muslim, your Muslim friend or coworker, classmate, you can do that here, mm-hmm. uh, and and that that's what we want to see happen. But if mm-hmm. you're taking half the time in Catania just getting used to the idea of oh wow, I got to go up to a Muslim and I got to share this story with him, right. well, right. you know you've just wasted half your trip again. Right. So the idea is we want teams to mm-hmm. be highly trained, maximize their time here, and at the same time, when people come through Catania and they have the the phenomenal experience of a, a short-term trip, in a sense, coming through the accelerator of a short-term trip. We want them to go back home to the States 
even more excited and even more motivated to reach their Muslim friends, their neighbors, their coworkers, their classmates. So it's a win for Crescent Project as well. So right. it's win-win, man. So we get a team right. that's trained, ready to, to jump into it, uh, share the gospel, find people of peace. And then when they go back home, they're even more excited to work with Crescent Project to reach Muslims in their local context. So it's a, it's a neat partnership we're looking forward to. And uh, I, I know I'm personally excited because having come from Crescent Project, right. uh, I know that the power of the training and the mm-hmm. tools and to be able to see that utilized in America and now on the streets of Catania, uh, I'm excited to be able to, to partner with Crescent Project and see even uh, more things uh, happen. Uh, mm-hmm. so, that, that's, uh, so we're really looking forward to this next year to see highly trained teams come over through Crescent Project and uh, to hit the streets here in Catania and to do a, a really great work. Wow. Wow. Sounds like a, a real win-win. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Well, what, uh, what would you say then to, to those who are considering a, long, a long-term mm-hmm. commitment overseas, mm-hmm. like you were, and like mm-hmm. many do, you yeah, know, many yeah. have this you know, kind of a long-term goal of wanting to go serve overseas. Mm-hmm. Why should families consider you know, this opportunity here yeah. in Catania, Sicily? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question because... Uh, you know, my wife and I, we, we, we've constantly talked about this. You know, why, why Catania? Uh, you know, when, when, when God opened, this, this op- opened up this opportunity for us after a short-term trip here a year and a half ago, um, we, for a couple reasons. The first thing is, is that, you know, it, it, it's funny. My wife and I are not blessed in that we can learn another language quickly. We, we cannot. I mean, we're, we're not one of those type people that uh, can, can learn a language in months. But what makes it interesting here is that the, the ministry language is English. A, a vast majority of these immigrants and refugees and migrants speak English. And so the mm. Italian Christians, the Italian churches that we're partnered with, uh, they don't speak English. They can't really reach these people. So for us as English as a first language, we really have an in to, to reach these young men and women. Mm-hmm. Now, we need the help of the Italian church because they can, they can open up doors for us where these refugee camps are and, and partnering with other government entities. So we need them. So it's a good partnership. But that was the first thing, Matt. It's like, wow, we can use our English mm-hmm. in another context mm-hmm. uh, and, and yeah. take advantage of that. So that was one thing. So mm-hmm. uh, another thing, too, you know, this is Italy. It is Western Europe. So, you know, culturally... Um, yeah, it's like, okay, it, it's, it's very similar to the United mm-hmm. States. So we felt yeah. like, you know, my, my, as my wife and I talked, we're like, you know, we, we're not the kind of couple that could serve in Africa. That mm-hmm. for us, that just seems like mm-hmm. a huge leap culturally. Yeah. Yeah. But Western Europe, we're like, yeah, we can do this. Mm-hmm. It seems, yeah, sure, it's a stretch, but it, it doesn't seem super crazy. You mm-hmm. know, we just sense the way we're wired and how God has, has put us together that this mm-hmm. seems... Um, doable. And mm-hmm. so between uh, the, the English as a first language, as ministry, and then mm-hmm. you know serving in Western Europe. Mm-hmm. And yes, we need to learn Italian. We, we totally understand that. That will develop a, a better mm-hmm. friendships within the Italian church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get there. As they say here, piano, piano, slowly, slowly. And, uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll start to pick that up. So I think, Matt, between uh, you know English and, and seeing what God is doing about, again, moving the nations here to, uh, in this refugee crisis, which isn't getting a lot of airtime in, in the media, right. uh, to be able to play a role in that was really motivating. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think those are things that, that God used to point us to come here. Mm, that's great. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. Well, what is your hope for the, this team that, mm-hmm. that is forming? Yeah. Uh, what, what would you like to see happening here, you know, say mm-hmm. a few years down the road, let's say five years down the yeah. road, what yeah. would you hope yeah. to see? And you're saying the team itself. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we, as the scripture says, you know, we need more workers. And you know, we pray yeah. to the Lord of Harvest to send out more workers. And so we're seeing that now. Um, uh, you know, Ryan was here for about a year and a half by himself. And, mm-hmm. and now there's another uh, couple that came during the summer. And now 
our families here, and there's two more families coming over the next uh, six to eight months. Mm-hmm. So we really, really need to see how God is, is mobilizing long-termers here. And so what we hope to see are, are uh, people that can come, or I'm sorry, this team that can come together and be mm-hmm. unified mm-hmm. and have the same uh, mission and vision to see a discipleship movement take place amongst these African uh, refugees. And so we want, we want people to, to come here uh, or this team to come together and, and to coalesce around that mission and vision mm-hmm. and, um, and to really want to see disciples made. We want to be mm-hmm. disciples makers or in a sense, catalyzing a discipleship movement. You know, mm-hmm. We want to make disciples so that they turn around and make disciples to the second, third, fourth generation. Mm-hmm. That's what we really hope to see here as a team, mm-hmm. to, to come together on that mission and vision, mm-hmm. uh, to reach out to these Muslims, see them one to Christ. And, and to have a passion for that and, mm-hmm. and to see God glorified against these Muslim peoples that, again, they, they, you know, Matt, you've worked with Muslims for a while and I have as well. And, and uh, you know, Muslims are trying so hard to earn God's favor and they mm-hmm. just have never heard mm-hmm. the message of, of grace. Mm-hmm. And that's, as a team, that's what we want to bring. We want to be unified mm-hmm. in that. And at the same time, being able to help them understand that being a follower of Jesus means they, they need to make other followers of Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what we want to be about as a team. Absolutely. Well, that's fantastic. Well, how can we, how can we as a church, mm-hmm. um, the body of Christ yeah. in America, be praying for this ministry endeavor? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it goes back to what I just said earlier, to be praying specifically for a discipleship movement to take place. Uh, in the book Contagious Discipleship Making by Paul and David Watson, they talk about before any discipleship movement happens, there needs to be prayer, prayer from the individual missionaries, uh, and prayer from uh, the team, and then prayer from from supporters, you know, churches, and uh, you know, basically pouring a lot of prayer into this. So we want to be, pe- yeah, we want people to be praying for us individuals as missionaries, but we want to see people praying for the mission here. That is to see a discipleship movement take place. To mm-hmm. to for people to pray that we find people of peace. For people to pray that these people of peace are you know open to the gospel and and they want to uh, study the scriptures and and they're just. They want to soak it up. And, and then when they become followers of Christ and become baptized, they want to share this message with others. That, that's what we want to see. We want to mm-hmm. see a discipleship movement mm-hmm. take place. And so, uh, yes, yes, we want to see Muslims come to Christ, but it has to be more than that. You know, we, mm-hmm. we want to see these Muslims, former Muslims, um, you know, duplicate themselves mm-hmm. or replicate themselves mm-hmm. uh, into discipling others. So that's what we want to see, see people pray for. Again, is this discipleship movement mm-hmm. take place among these refugees, because many of them are not going to stay here. You know, they're mm-hmm. maybe go to other places in Italy or Europe, mm-hmm. so that we want to see them reproduce themselves wherever mm-hmm. they go. So that's mm-hmm. our heart's desire and vision. So I want to shift gears a little bit and talk to Ryan about his experience here and um, sure. how he came here. Well, I'd like to ask you, you know, so you've been here for over a year, is right. that right? Yep. Tell us about your experience so far. I mean, what, what, what most excites you about what you've learned and what you've discovered since you've been here? Yeah, yeah. Well, so for us, those relationships have only continued mm-hmm. to develop. What we've seen is that, you know, we're followers of Jesus. So, so if we're speaking with a Muslim person, a lot of people might think, oh, this is a very difficult kind of situation, right? Oh, don't they, don't they want to hurt you? Don't they? No. Um, actually, there's, uh, for us, uh, we found that they're some of the kindest people in the world. And in fact, um, as I was saying before, this is a, uh, a, a situation where we can actually have spiritual conversations. And, and Muslims and Christians uh, sitting together mm-hmm. and, and talking together, it's, it's amazing to, to us. So 
so for us, in terms of what we're excited about, we're, we're seeing people uh, not only being interested in those conversations, but um, just forming real friendships. And that's, that's happened uh, both with our Italian neighbors mm-hmm. as well as uh, our, our refugee uh, friends. So that's been, that's been a really, really cool thing. So just seeing this continue to, uh, to grow mm-hmm. and seeing people responding sure. and, and really being able to, to understand more about what God wants for their lives Sure. And and turning around and explaining uh, what they've learned to other people, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So so that's been that's been really cool to uh, uh, to be a part of. Excellent. Well, I've heard that you guys are working on not just short term teams, but also an internship program. Yeah. And so talk to us about that because there may be some listeners out there who might be interested to come to Sicily and work for a while to work with this program, work with this model. Yeah. So talk to us about the internship program. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we we got our uh, feet wet initially uh, and uh, back in this last summer, had some interns here for a couple of months, went very well. And we were very pleased at at the work that they did and we're just continuing to expand that. So as we go into 2018 and beyond, the idea is that um, we'll have three different sessions, a spring, a summer, and a fall, and we'll have, those will be about three months apiece. The reason for that is that that's, that's how long you can come, at least if you're an American, mm-hmm. uh, how long you can come uh, without, a, without having a visa. Gotcha. So, so come and get your, uh, get your feet wet, understand uh, the, the type of things that, uh, that we're doing. And, and maybe it's a taster for something uh, in the future. Who knows? Whether it's here or somewhere else, it's sure. hard, hard to know. But, but yes, we, uh, so those three sessions, we, are, we do also ask if somebody is interested in a longer program, whether it's six or 12 months, something like that, we are accepting that as well. That's more of a, a little bit more of a leadership development type of track. Sure. And, then, uh, and then finally, if uh, somebody's interested in any sort of like academic credit mm-hmm. uh, that goes along with that, we do have some relationships with some universities that are offering academic credit, okay. both for the work as well as you can even take courses uh, while you're here. Great. So, so that's a uh, that's a really uh, cool thing that's been uh, has been starting up here for us. So, yeah, we've been in the process of just sort of expanding the uh, the, the the internship program, and yeah, uh, folks should get in touch if they if they have any interest in that. That's excellent. Very good to hear. Okay, we're starting to run a little out of time, so we'll start to kind of wrap this up. A couple more questions: How can the church get involved and provide support? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think the the first thing that I would say is understanding a little bit of uh, some of the stuff that uh, Shane was talking about before, right? The idea of understanding what is it that's uh, that's happening in in the world right now, yeah. you know, to understand what that potentially means relative to God's heart, for example, for for refugees, and because you know the the foreigner is is spoken of uh, quite often. Second thing I would say is we have teams that come and they, uh, you know, we, we get involved and be, become part of, of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Shane was talking a little while ago about the possibility of other, uh, other places, you know, uh, have a, a vision. Big, we're in Catania right now. Mm-hmm. But the, the vision is bigger than Catania. Right. Could it be that somebody who's listening now 
might lead a, a, a whole team that could go um, open a brand new city and do something similar mm-hmm. um, alongside of us right. and working, uh, working with us in some way. We'd love to, uh, to see that happen. So those are uh, several different kinds of stages from uh, maybe from zero to 60 in, in the space of about a minute. But that's, right. uh, uh, th- there's any number of different uh, opportunities there. Uh, there's several different projects that if folks were interested in, in getting involved financially or becoming part of, you know, for example, a, a garden mm-hmm. program that we have coming up soon, mm-hmm. you know, folks would be, uh, would be welcome to, uh, to learn more about that. So they get in touch, then we can, uh, we'd be more than happy to, uh, to share more of the details. Very good. Very good. Well, and that's, that's a great segue. How can our audience learn more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say careforcatania.com is the uh, is the place to start. You can get in touch with us there from the from the website, and that's uh, that's a that's a great uh, place. If you're in the U.S., um, Shane is in the U.S. and you know speaks with uh, with people all the time. They're uh, people that are interested in increasingly becoming involved, okay. and uh, you know as those conversations progress, we'll uh, we'll be in contact uh, as well. So if you go to careforcatania.com, uh, you'll see the, the place there, learn a little bit more about, about what we're doing, and you'll uh, be able to just get in, in touch with us uh, there from, uh, from the website. Great. Okay. Jane, you want to mention your newsletter as well, how people can get and hear from you. Sure, yeah. One of the things that we hope for with um, short-term teams that come over here is that God gives people a vision and um, some tools that they can take back to the U.S. Because... Um, you know, we've got quite an opportunity, even though you know, we're capping refugees coming to America, there's still a lot of people there that um, Christians can reach out to, yeah. care for, um, change some perceptions. So um, we want to see our, our short-term teams go back home and engage the refugees in their own neighborhoods, in their own cities. Um, and one of the things that, uh, that I do to try to help Christians do that is um, publish a weekly email Mm-hmm. Um, 300 words, so you can read it in about a minute and a half, mm-hmm. um, just to help people who love Jesus figure out how do we deal with this Muslim thing. Because yeah. it's a big issue for our, for our day. Yeah. Um, as you know, Crested Project people know, it's, um, yeah. it is a big deal for us to um, figure out how to obey God in yeah. this. So if somebody wants to get that um, email, they can go to shanebennett.com, subscribe to it there. Um, love to have people reading that. And as God gives grace, put it into action. Excellent. Awesome. Well, uh, it's been a joy to be with you guys today, and it's so awesome to be here with you in Catania, Sicily, working with you all this week. And, and Thanks uh, for coming, Matt. It's yeah, good to have you it's here. really yeah. thrilled to have you here. Yeah, it's been a great experience, so uh, thrilled to, to be here and, and to see what happens here in the future going forward. Well, uh, we're going to close with prayer. Would one of you uh, would like to close this in a prayer? I'd be happy to, yeah. Great. Father, thank you so much that you have... Um, called us to be your children, that you have redeemed us and um, invited us to participate with you in your kingdom coming to the earth. And Lord, I thank you for the way that you're doing that um, in our lives and in lives all over the place. And Lord, particularly for um, what you're doing right now to um, bring people out of this um, massive um, shift of people, to bring um, people who are part of that into your kingdom. Thank you for what you're doing here in Catania for um, Ryan and his family being here and um, the others who have joined up for Matt and his um, family and these guys being here. Lord, thank you so much that you are bringing about your purposes. Thank you that Jesus came, that we could have abundant life 
and that life of Jesus going forward. And pray that it would happen more and more and more, Father. Jesus would be lifted up all over the place. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to Crescent Project Radio. We believe we have a hope worth sharing. Learn more about Crescent Project online at crescentproject.org, where you can find all of our previous podcasts featuring testimonies from former Muslims, teaching and apologetics, interviews with ministry leaders and book authors, along with commentary on current events and ministry news. Email us your comments or questions to radio at crescentproject.org. Stay connected by subscribing to our bi-monthly email, Call to Prayer, which is focused on prayer for the Muslim world. We hope you'll join us again next time on Crescent Project Radio.